0: like mm-hmm. that's who we should be Corey. like all of us and you know if you love yourself and you love this life and you love the opportunities that you have in front of you you don't need somebody to be behind you you don't need to go talk to anybody about anything people are going to see you before they see you
1: hey what's up this is Corey dion lewis clinical health coach and host of the healthy project podcast now the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review or you can also make a donation to the healthy project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Project podcast. I am your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I have a special guest in the building, not new to the podcast. This is actually interview number three, I think. Right, Jake? Third one. Third one. We have Jake, Tryon, Texas, um, Tri Fitness, doing great things in the uh, 50 plus population. I think it's kind of who you serve Um, but just an overall motivational guy, man. So I'm, I'm super excited to have you on, um, purposely at the end of the month, because if you recall the last time I had you on, it was, um, before the new year of 2021, I think that's when we had you on. So, um, you know, Jake, thank you again for being on man. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thanks, Corey. I mean, as always, it's a blessing to have gotten to connect with you and it's a blessing now to continuously now the third one. So try fitness is it's number three. So, you know, we got to make it bigger and better as always. Um, you know, it's definitely, I love what you're doing through your, your podcast. I love what you're doing with your message. Um, you know, your conference that you spoke about a second ago man, it's huge. Um, just a big supporter of you, big supporter of Corey, you know, everything that is the healthy project and, um, You know, I'm excited to try to help motivate some people. And, uh, you know, it's really what life's all about. You only get one chance. So you might as well give it your all.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the people don't know about the conference yet, but I guess they will. This, (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm dropping bombs, man. I'm dropping bombs. bombs.
1: (laughs) But, But yeah, so for those that are new to the podcast that don't know a whole lot about you yet, uh, how about you tell the people a little bit more about yourself, and you know what what gets you up in the morning?
0: Yeah, man. So, I mean, serving number one—that's that's—I mean, that's what I do best. You know, I served uh, thirteen plus years in the United States Coast Guard, uh, active duty. Um, I'm I'm on my seventeenth year now, uh, four and a half um, in the reserves. Uh, you know, I I think the big thing for me is just really trying to make sure that others understand that there's a lot of opportunity in your life. Don't just get up and Try to get through your day. That, that hurts my heart just thinking about it. And I started a gym called Tri Fitness Gym basically because I needed it in initially. It, it was something that helped me to know I can use my energy, I can use my passion, I can use my purpose to inspire others, to educate others, and to show them that it's not much more than just making that choice on a consistent basis. To take ownership of your life and try to find something that excites you. Don't just run away from those challenges. Those challenges are where the answers are, that's where the magic is. And, you know, I think me being where I'm at in my life at this point, the only thing that's gotten me here is going through the challenges. Choosing to do the hardest thing has gotten me to the point to be fulfilled, to be, you know, to have an easy life. Honestly, The, the hard challenges make things easy after you can get through them and after you process through them. So, I mean, that that really is, you know, there's a pretty cool book uh, called The Obstacle is the Way. Hmm. Uh, it, it, it's um, written by, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he, he focused on stoicism. And, and so basically running away from all of your challenges is going to end up leaving you complacent, uh, disillusioned, unhappy and it's really just kind of that that simple. Find those things that inspire you. Find those things that excite you. Find those things that make you a little bit fearful and go further into them.
1: Right. I, I love <laughs> what you said about running away from your challenges because that kind of is a great lead into really what I wanted you to speak to the people about. You know, when this podcast episode goes live, it'll be the first week of February. Um, as you know, January has come and gone like that. And for a lot of people, the same thing for their New Year's resolution. Their New Year's resolution, they were super motivated when they started. Now it's the end of the month. And a lot of people had a first, a great first couple of weeks, but didn't finish like they wanted to, or didn't even start at all. Um, what what why do you think what is it about New Year's resolutions or people's goals that keep them from finishing through.
0: One of the big things that we have a problem is is maintaining momentum. Maintaining that initial excitement. It's talked about at the beginning of the year changing your life, getting healthy, taking on a new job, doing that hobby that you said you're going to be doing for, you know, the past 10 years finally doing it. So, I think on a daily basis you got to get up and recreate that motivation. You got to re- recreate that inspiration, recreate those things that inspire you, those things that pull you out of your bed. Like you asked me a minute ago, what's good, What gets me out of bed is truly serving, serving my community, serving those people around me. That is my deeper purpose. Like you can put anything under that. You can put serving equals what serving equals what? So what is it for you? You know, and if it's for your family say your family is your inspiration an unhealthy dad is not a good place is not in a good place to lead to healthy kids. So if you're not in a healthy place mentally, physically, spiritually, then you're not going to be able to lead those people in your life. You're not going to be able to be there for those people in your life fully. So I think not the reason that they, they have a hard time maintaining it is they have a hard time finding that consistent inspiration because they haven't taken action on those things they put on paper, those things that they put in the forefront of their mind. And you know, I think one of the ways to, to overcome that, and this may be, you know, interluding into a question further, one of the ways to, to kind of overcome that, I believe, is just do your best that day. Keep it simple. Do your best that day. Mm-hmm. Don't look at a 10-year plan. Don't, I don't, don't look at a 10-day plan. Honestly, in our day and age, your attention to being pulled in so many ways in a 24-hour period. If you're not focused on actually trying to make that progress in the first four hours of your day... You're behind already. And then it starts to just start this compounding effect. You're stuck on your phone or your email or, you know, your boss is dragging you over here. You know, you had a bad drive to work. You've got to reset the mind. You've got to reset that motivation consistently. And to me, it's that deeper purpose. Like what truly is that deeper purpose? And to me, health allows me to be fully open and connected. Like, if I'm unhealthy mentally, if I'm not in a good space, I'm stressed out, I haven't had a good morning, or last night was bad and I didn't sleep good, if I can't reset that or have some way to reset that, there's no way I can move forward with those things that I'm passionate about and that I've been trying to be connected with when it comes to our New Year's resolutions or or whatever goal you put on it. And, And I think New Year's resolutions are great. I think it's a good way to build momentum. But... If you don't change, nothing else does either. You have to change. Like You have to change if you want anything else in your life to change. And I say this pretty often, especially on LinkedIn, is you can't exist in both places. You can't be, you literally cannot be Thursday, Corey on Friday. You got to be Friday, Corey on Friday. Like it's done. Thursday is over. I'm proud of all the work you did, but it's time to get back to work. Like that that ain't gonna be the same work from Thursday, ain't gonna get you any further on Friday. So you gotta recreate that momentum on a daily basis. And I think without a deeper purpose, that's that's the true. Uh, test of being able to actually move forward is find that deeper purpose and that intrinsic value, that intrinsic motivation where you don't need somebody to wake up and say, Oh, great job, Corey. I need you to go do this for me today. Cause you're a wonderful person. Nobody's going to be there. It's like, right, right, you right. got to do that. You got to look in the mirror and say, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to take action. I'm going to make those changes. And every single day, I'm going to take the steps that it that requires right to change and hopefully succeed with some of those New Year's resolutions, some of those goals that you put in place.
1: Right. I think the intrinsic part of it is the longer I do this, it's so hard for people to wrap their minds around. Because when we and this just this is just my opinion on the mindset of somebody going into the new year, is they they know there's changes they have to make, but what they're seeing is they change, they want to see maybe a year or two years from where they are. So then they go into it with an extrinsic motivation being like, that's why I want to look now. And then as they start, they realize, oh, that's, that is not that, that's not as close as I thought it was. And then they just qu- some people just quit. What what are your thoughts on that? And I know you have a lot of experience working with people. I'm sure, being a trainer or a coach, that you have a lot of people who are coming to you around the new year wanting to change. What is What are some things that you do that you talk about with your clients of getting them to look at their motivation more intrinsically?
0: Yeah, so I think one of the first things is you cannot really measure time accurately. Humans do not measure time very accurately, first off. And when it comes to goals and it comes to a lot of people who are supposedly motivational speakers and put all those things out there, they tell you, here's your two-year plan, here's your five-year plan, here's your 10-year plan. But is that person in a city that has access to those resources? Was that person born with a certain amount of resources in their bank account? Like, Like, you've got to realize that That first and foremost, that timeline is yours. It's no one else's. And you've got to say, look, my life is going to move forward and time is going to pass. But it's what I do with that time that truly is going to dictate what occurs long term and use your time to benefit you. Use your time to build those building blocks that are going to help you get better. And that time is passing. If you're living is going to pass, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15, 20 Every day I'm trying to do something that makes me somewhat better, you know, so that's an intrinsic value that I have that I don't put a whole lot of stuff on paper about or anything else. I'm just going to do something today that helps me to feel better and helps me to gain momentum for tomorrow. And and I think that's the long view. But again, we don't measure time very well tomorrow. somebody could walk in my gym and say, wow, I love this concept. I want to give you 40 million dollars and turn this into a business. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, now I'm an overnight success, but I've been doing this for 12 years. Like, so right. um, it, right. it's just, but I'm prepared. Like, that's the thing. I am prepared because I put all that effort in place. So putting that effort consistently in place to try to better yourself in whatever means it is. Um, it, and kind of go back to, to talking about specifically for you being a health coach and, and focusing in on a lot of the things with, with their A1C and, and trying to focus on getting, getting their, their blood work right and all that the day again really matters a lot. And what I help people do is erase the emotional guilt and shame and and judgment and all that out. You've got to get that out of the door, throw that away. It's not doing you any justice. It's not a value to you. There's no reason in carrying it with you. Focus in on action, focus in on what it is that truly makes you fulfilled in the long run, not just running from your problems, not just getting that dopamine kick. Just what is your value? Like, what are the values that you want to live by? And daily, you try to make sure that that's where your focus is, not the emotional roller coaster. We're all on a roller coaster. Most of us don't even like them. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you're going to be like, so accept that if you follow your emotions all day, you're never going to be a straight line. You're never directed. And when you don't follow your emotions and you focus on that daily girl goal of just getting a tad bit better a tad bit better a tad bit better without all the emotional guilt of i didn't get my 40 minute workout today i didn't meditate for 10 minutes i didn't journal and now you're shameful now you sit at home and you eat a bucket of ice cream so guess what like that's we can't do that like we've got to get rid of that that's one of the things i think especially as a western culture we just we judge ourselves all all day long and all that does is, is create more anxiety, creates more stress hormone and leads to bad decisions and bad behavior. It leads to, to insomnia and, and all these things that are going to compound you not to do, to do better. So I say, you know, that's one of the things I really focus on with clients. Like weight is a very bad measurement to for failure or success. It's one thing. It's very, it's very. It's just pie in the sky. Like you said earlier, like you can't control. You can't stare in the mirror and say, Corey, lose ten pounds." You know, like it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to take some steps. So I think get rid of the emotional baggage that goes with these decisions. Stop judging yourself. Stop judging who you were. Understand that today is a new day and you truly are a new person. Like right? Physiologically, you are a new human being. And if that new human being wants to work out and that new human being wants to be positive about things, that new human being wants to love ourselves, wants to lift ourselves up, start doing that. And it feels real weird at first. And, and, it, and it feels like, man, I'm sitting here just giving myself a pep talk. And yeah, you are. Cause ain't nobody else coming to do it for you. So cheer yourself on all day. You need to be your biggest fan. Sometimes you need to be your own hero. And, and, you know, I say that all the time and, and, I think that's a big thing for me is get rid of the emotional baggage, get rid of those timelines and stuff like that. Focus on your day and just try to do a little something for you and just do your best. And, and you know, like last night, I I was busy yesterday. Very good day. Great day. Got some new members, got to, got to work with some people that I haven't worked with in a while. And I hadn't gotten my workout in, but I come home and, you know, I spent 15 minutes. I got a pull-up bar, doing some pull-ups, doing, I have some row, a roller um, a suspension trainer and just doing that for my workout literally like 25 minutes um you know and and was that the best workout in the world no would i've loved to have a you know an hour and a half to go down there and do all my mobility work and do all my other stuff that i want to do yes i would have loved to but it is what it is and and i got it done and it was the best it could be and i don't have any emotional under you know i'm not oh i can't believe i didn't do great last night you know so it, it, it's a new day do your best, continue to move forward, focus on those small wins and don't let the emotions, the shame, the guilt uh, hold you back or kind of continue pushing you into those bad decisions.
1: Right. Ab- very well said. Jake, do you feel like people are afraid to change? Like there's a fear there of making that making that change, right? Because what why why I ask that is even though a lot of us want to make changes, whether it be with our weight, whatever whatever our goals are, there's, there's the fear of failure. There's the fear of, um, I've had people in my office telling me like they, they're telling themselves they like how they look because they're afraid of how they're going to look if they do lose the weight. Um, things like Things like that. Do you feel like that people are afraid of change?
0: Yeah, I think you know. There's a couple aspects of that I think. First off, we are more related to fear and failure and pain and and uh, despair than we are joy and happiness and excitement. And you know, I'm weird because I say I'm awesome. Like that. That shouldn't be the thing. I should be weird because I'm depressed and sad. Like, but right. we unfortunately. It's not that way and, and I'm not emotionally balanced whatsoever. I will never try to act like I am. I've been through a lot in my life and I've dealt with anxiety and depression and ups and downs and, and all of that stuff um, my entire life. Um, but I just started to relate to the happiness and the excitement and to those things that that will pull me forward to be the person I want to be first. So I think that helped me to stop focusing on that failure. stop focusing I can't be a failure at all at this point in my life everything i'm doing is going to help me to be better and move forward so i don't even let failure in right like i Mm -hmm. and 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 so fear, I think again, it does come back a lot to my faith as well and a lot of the actions I've taken. I mean, I'm I'm a man of faith, I believe in God. I mean, it it pulls me forward. And can I understand a lot of it? And can I explain it? Heck no. Like, I mean, but what can we explain in this world? All these planets are thrown all over, and one of them has four (laughs) moons and the other one has a ring, and the other one's got one moon, and they're not equally spaced out. So I think I focus on a faithful activity. And and so I don't know that people are truly by definition fearful. I think for one, people are comfortable. That's one of the things that, that I think has made us a very, very uh, inept when it comes to taking on any sort of challenge. So maybe and, that's and a sorry, better word
1: than fear. We're just comfortable. Yeah,
0: I think we're just comfortable. We've gotten complacent. And, and yeah, I mean, we're consumers, Corey, this, you know, and I got a lot of soap boxes, but we're, con- <laughs> we're consumers and if we're focused on ourselves and we're focused on growth and we're focused on mindfulness and we're focused on getting better, like they can't manipulate our attention companies and corporations and marketing and all that can't manipulate our attention to use us and our time, which is all we have our time, our attention, our attention is really the new currency. It, they, they basically can't use your current, your attention, your currency. If you're focused on what you want, if you can stay driven to what you want. So Yes, there is fear based marketing, which then drives you to look at certain things that are meant to sell you something. But I mean, the fact that I'm next to a Goodwill, which is a a basically a billion dollar company a year because everybody's got too much trash and and they got too many things that they're dropping off every day. Like, obviously, it's not a lack of resources. It's not a lack of resources or time, because you're obviously—if you got enough time to bring everything that you've went and bought and spent time to buy over to the Goodwill—well, there's a whole group of time we could put on paper right there that you're not using for growth. And so, I really don't by 100% buy into the fear thing because I don't think people 100% really know what fear is. And in, in a, not everybody. Like, I mean, obviously, there's sex of our population right. that grew up, in, you know, and, and not very many people know what the true definition of fear. I mean, if you've been at war and, you know, you grew up in a household where your parent you know, was abusive and things like that, maybe you do understand that emotion. But I think majority of us are just more complacent and comfortable than we are fearful. And, you know, you can live an okay life in this world, just getting by. Everybody's got a college degree. You know, I make, you know, eighty, hundred thousand dollars a year, just go to work, do my nine to five on my computer, but I'm not happy every weekend. I either eat too much or I drink too much, or I just sleep and veg all out. And I have no purpose. I haven't connected with anybody new in five years. And, you know, I mean, I get we're in a pandemic, but you're just giving your life away for four or five years while we try to figure out how to get over this thing. Uh, I I don't buy into the fact that it's just fearful. And I think it's, it's, people might say it's fear, but I think it's more of complacency and comfort than it is fear.
1: Absolutely. And we, and I think we are, um, we are examples of the pandemic is not an excuse not to connect with somebody. The majority of the people I've connected with over the past two years, over the pandemic have been through LinkedIn, through social using, utilizing social media for good. So there are ways we can connect. (laughs) there's, There's a community out there for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's get back to that, to that client you're seeing. They started their new year resolution weekend going great. That second week, they're a little too tired to go to the gym or they forgot to prepare their meals. So they have lunch at work. And it starts to then you you were seeing them five days a week. Now you're only seeing them four days and it goes to three days a week. Once you see those patterns, what, what are some things you say as as a coach to help them get back on track?
0: Yeah, so I think it does kind of refer back again to some of those intrinsic values. Like, why are you doing this? That's the first question. Why? Why today? Mm-hmm. Why not go to the gym? what are you doing instead of going to the gym? Why are you doing that instead of going to the gym? And, you know, I think another thing is I agree that most people are tired. Uh, I think that most people are mentally tired, though. Like our brain takes a lot of energy. We're on the computer all day and everything below that brain is not being utilized to the best of its ability. So I say I would say small steps to help them to get their momentum back. You know, and I would say, look, I'm going to call you tomorrow afternoon and I want you to go, you know, if the weather's good, we're going to go walk, you know, and and just start 10 minutes. And, you know, so I would say get back on the wagon with small steps again, don't call with judgment, don't call with guilt or shame or anything like that. It's just, you kind of refer back consistently and and keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper into their questions of, of trying to guide them back to why they started in the first place. And that, in the long run, there again, their time is going to pass. No, no matter what you do, people are like, "I can't believe it's 2022. The whole year flew by." Right. Because right. Our, our time is made up of what we did with it. Like, what were the actions that that occurred in that past year? When we go and do something new, we literally experience time slower because all of our actual senses are on, and things slow down for us. And when you go to to a new city, you can't just go to that place you know because you don't know it. You know, so literally, I think teaching somebody that, yeah, you are doing things that are more challenging for your brain, that are more challenging for your body. And it's accepted that you're going to be a little bit more fatigued. Um, I think as a coach, especially for a gym owner, you've got to modify to your clients daily. That's one of the things that we do at our gym is that every day I alter. And I got people, I'm talking from 90 years old, scoliosis, cancer survivors in the middle of cancer treatment, um, you know, heart, you know, transplant, heart valve replacements, liver transplants, Every day is different. So I think as a coach, one of the things we have to do is adapt to our clients, not just say it's got to be perfect. It's got to be, you know, you're going to be 10% better next week and 10% better next week and 10% better next week. And that's a failure of the fitness industry, hardcore, because we're not like one year, you might just suck like physically. But guess what? If I give you a place to come and be mentally and emotionally vulnerable and feel confident in yourself and feel better overall, and you're dealing with COVID and you're dealing with You know, maybe you had a a TIA or maybe you had something that, you know, caused some issues. As long as I give you a safe place that you don't feel judged and you can come and move and do your best. I'm not going to I don't sit there and measure your daily growth when it comes to how much you're lifting or anything else. And I think that's where the physical health aspect of fitness and and the long term longevity would, would allow these people to actually keep taking action on their goals, keep taking action on their New Year's resolutions, because. They feel like they're still making progress and they're just doing their best, which that's all we're, any of us are doing. Right. right.
1: <laughs> and the people you serve are going into I'm assuming going into a new year resolution with a different perspective because yeah. they're they're older, they're wiser. They they've seen a lot. They've gone through a lot. What is that like? What are some of the things that you um, notice about, you know, someone who's 90 or has gone through a lot with their health? What is their mindset around their new year resolution to, to change?
0: I think honestly, they they take it more day by day than than any of the rest of us. And to me, that's living in the moment. Like, that's what we right. all want. Live like today's your last. You know, and I think that's a big thing about a lot of my, my older clients is they, they are more living in the day and they have realized that this is something that they're putting into their life and that's it. It doesn't matter whether it's six weeks, 12 weeks you know, 365, I throw out the window and they just say, this is who I am now. And I'm going to find a way to make it part of my life. You know, and that's the, the people I've had the longest world. We're about 110 between 110, 120 right now members. And the people that have been with us since day one, three, you know, I've had people for like seven, eight years that, that came from the gym before and all that. But since we opened tribe fitness, the, one of the big things I've seen the people that have stuck with it is that they just accepted that this was something that made them better they just accepted that it was something that brought value to their life, spending 4.16% of their day inside a facility that loves them and supports them and inspires them, and they just made it a part of their life. That's one of the differences that they just say, "I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm just doing it." Right? And we can't say we got all these goals and we set everything out, and I got the wonderful planner and I got stickers and everything's decorated and all that, and then you're like you hadn't acted on that plan at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you didn't accept that it was now part of your life and who you were. Right. right. Like Corey is a podcaster now, like period. Like that's it. There's no, there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. Like you can't separate yourself from that. Right. But it didn't start that way. It started as Corey wants to do a podcast and see how it goes. And I tell my clients, you're an exerciser today. When you walk in here, you're, you're now, Caring about your physical fitness enough to where you're going to every day take action. And this is something that you're going to do for yourself for the rest of your life. And whether it's with me or whether it's with whoever, I'm going to educate you enough in these next four weeks to where you understand the values and understand how to do it properly. So I think, like I said, it's more of them adopting it as part of who they are and what they want to bring into their lives on the day-to-day basis instead of just saying it's a, it's a goal or, or just saying it's this thing it's they're adopting it as a value that they care about that they're gonna move forward with no matter what
1: I, I I love that and I feel like that's where a lot of people get in, get in trouble Jake is and I'm not and I am not I'm gonna get on my tiny soapbox just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble. I've stopped. Saying that exercise was a hobby of mine, like when people ask me, oh, "What are some of your hobbies?" You know, when you're younger, you're like oh, I, I play basketball. I like to lift weights, and you know, whatever, whatever. I've changed that to that. That's I don't I don't say that's a hobby. That's just this. That is a part of my life. I make exercise fit in to my life, and I think where people kind of go wrong without even realizing that they're subconsciously you know, kind of setting themselves up is I. Pl- they say, I plan to exercise or I want to exercise instead of like you said, I, this is, this is my life. I, I exercise. This is a part of my, I, I wake up in the morning or when I get off of work or it's just, you, you give, you put it in. And I think it's where a lot of us get in trouble.
0: Agreed. Yeah. You can't stay, you just can't stay who you are and, and meet your goals You can't, you have to change to meet your goals.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what is, you gave you gave a lot of gems, a lot of great advice, you know, for, for those that are going through this right now. And, you know, what is, you know, what is one, one step forward, one thing somebody can do, you know, who maybe felt like they failed their new year resolution And they're in February and they're contemplating just giving up or, you know, waiting till waiting, being dramatic, but waiting till next new year, you know, just to start something. You know what I mean? What's that one thing they can do to just to get back on the horse and, and, and make some changes?
0: I'd say examine who you are. That might sound weird, but examine where you're at as a person, examine, where your values are, examine where you're not going. Examine where you are going. Examine, you know, the things that, as a kid, you know, what were your dreams? Who did you want to be? Uh, what made you feel inspired when you turned on the TV and you went to watch a cartoon, or, or you you had a super, you know. Uh, power you had somebody that you really looked up to i mean and and you know it's one like mlk day just passed obviously and he's one of my heroes to be able to walk like he walked and and not have fear and it's just like what are you doing for others was something for me that always i mean i I joined the coast guard because i knew i could save lives i didn't know if i could take them you know that that was my heart. i'm a lover more than i am a fighter i I'd, i'd rather lift something up so I want you to, you know, when you when you're trying to figure out how to move forward with those things that matter to you, you need to kind of look at back and, and find that imagination and that excitement and that joy and that that pleasure and, and, and all of that love and find out how you can bring more of it into your life. And being healthy is, is inevitably part of that, you know, and and. If you can't find that within your inner circle, within what you're doing on a daily basis, then you need to find a way to bring it into it. And you know, I think people who start to understand what exercise can do for them, it builds a lot of confidence, first off. It builds so much confidence for your yourself, the psyche, the understanding that you're strong and that you're capable and that you can do something for yourself that's basically never gonna be bad for you almost if, if you do it properly. That builds a lot, a lot of confidence and a lot, a lot of steam. And so now when you go to the beach, you feel like a superhero. Whenever you go see family and they're like, wow, you look good. You, you, you're moving well. Like you, your attitude is better. Like you're in control of your emotions. You understand who you are. You have a mindset that says, wow, man, I don't need all these people to validate me. I'm validating myself. And I think getting back to being excited, like people want to go watch a movie because they're Excited about the superhero in the movie. Like, you need to make that movie your life. Like, I'm excited to win because I'm a, I'm a freaking superhero. Like, period. Like, that's it. Like, I'm gonna be that superhero for me. And I'm gonna go share with others, like unapologetically, constantly, that I'm enough and I'm gonna do my best and I'm gonna be my best self and I'm gonna love this life to the fullest. And to me, that'll find help you to find that consistent drive and that consistent push to say these are my goals this is who i am and this is what i want to be and i'm okay with you know any body image or any body look or anything else as long as your blood works good as long as you have sleep that's fine as long as your mental health is okay i don't care yeah you know, i think bmi is one of the mer- worst measurements we've ever created like it's not that that accurate at all i'm obese like I'll never look like I am. I'm five foot seven. I'm one hundred and seventy pounds, you know, but I'm obese, according to BMI. Yep,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my body fat is probably somewhere around 15. But and, and so we look at all that and, and, and I, you know, and we, all the things that society has going on right now with, you know, trying to accept all body types and all those things. And I think it's wonderful as long as it's really who you want to be. I think it's wonderful is is intrinsically in your heart, in your in your heart of hearts, you are authentically yourself. And the fact that I built a life where I can be me no matter what, and I don't care what anybody says about that, that makes me feel like a superhero. And I think if people could find that drive and that passion and like I don't read fiction books, I don't really like watching fiction movies because I'm creating my world. I mean, and that's the truth. Like that, that sounds weird, but that's how I am never seen Star Wars I've never watched any of that. Like I create a life based off my ability to do my best every single day and consistently own that and consistently create momentum. And and I think if people could start to be their own superhero, be their own, you know, uh, inspiration and and drive and passion, you wouldn't have to worry about setting goals. You don't have to worry about any of that. That's like you're almost there, too, Corey. I see it in what you're doing. Like, you don't need that anymore. That's who you are. Like, I'm a leader. Like, can I change the world? Heck yeah, I am changing the world. Like, Mm -hmm. that's who we should be, Corey, like all of us. And you know, if you love yourself and you love this life and you love the opportunities that you have in front of you, you don't need somebody to be behind you. You don't need to go talk to anybody about anything. People are going to see you before they see you. Like, and, and that's the way that I think we should be living. And I think we're all superheroes. And I think everybody has an opportunity to do great. And I think everybody has something inside of them that they should not hold back. And just be yourself. And if people want to judge you, who cares? They're going to anyways. They judge you whether you were lazy, excited. It didn't matter. You know, so get up and, and be passionate and be driven and just go after it. Like find that intrinsic value, be a superhero, change the world.
1: Mm. I, I have nothing else to say. Let's just stop. <laughs> that. <laughs> that hit all the points. Jake, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me again. I, I truly, I truly uh, appreciate you and everything you do. Um, if anybody wants to learn more about you, connect with you, um, where can they find you?
0: Yeah, go to Trifitnessgym.com. You can go to Jake Tryon Fitness Professional on Facebook. Uh, you know, just go check out Trifitness Gym, man. Our community is amazing. We're doing really good things for people and, and just changing the world every day. We just raised $4,700 for the local University of Texas Medical Branch Sealy Center on Aging. Um, you know, we're we're trying to change the way that our 50 plus demographic understands fitness, to then hopefully get them to understand what it can do for them and motivate them. You know, we're ready for boots on the ground, man. We're we're growing. We're looking at uh, franchising and and um, you know, getting branched out here this year or, or either partnering with a large corporation to to grow what we do. And and you know, I think just keep on living, keep on doing your best. Again, Jake Trial and Tri Fitness Gym. Uh, check us out and you know god bless you again Corey. it's always wonderful to talk to you you truly do inspire me um every day i, I try to make sure i look at those people and, and you're on that list that are out there doing the work and you know i'm right there by your side man and i'm always going to be behind you cheering you on
1: so uh thank you awesome man. i appreciate it i appreciate the love and everyone um again jake thank you so much for being on and everybody thank you for listening i'll let you next time